Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. If you are new to this podcast, I am a productivity strategist for multi-passionate creatives at saganmorrow.com. I help people manage their time and energy effectively through customized, actionable strategies that work for your unique life and business. When I'm not teaching about productivity to solopreneurs, I spend my time writing romance novels and occasionally business books. And that is what this podcast is all about, the adventures of the author life. Now let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly Podcast. Today, I want to share with you a handy, simple exercise you can use to expand your creative abilities. It's going to help you tap into your inner creativity, make great use of your imagination, and make it easier for you to sit down and work on creative projects at any time. Pretty cool, right? This is an exercise I use all the time, and it's something that comes fairly naturally to me. It's frankly how my brain works. I think in terms of stories. I live in my imagination a lot. I like playing with ideas and exploring concepts and going down the rabbit hole. That being said, you can use this as an exercise to actively work to enhance creativity. It's a neat way to get more inspiration from everyday life. Okay, so let's get into it. Like I said, it's pretty simple. The exercise is this. Take any minor thing that happened to you today and craft a story around it. I do this all the time in my work as a productivity strategist. I will take the simplest things that happen during my day and I will pull out a business lesson from that experience. For example, I actually wrote a productivity newsletter featuring three lessons I learned from writing my upcoming romance novel, Her Bad Idea, which is book seven in my Polyamorous Passions series. You can learn more about that book at saganmorrow.com books. Okay, so this newsletter that I wrote um, is something that I sent to my email list who are a lot of freelancers and solopreneurs. So it was really important to um, take that perspective of the business lens and um, frame it in terms of productivity. So here is a snippet of what I wrote in that newsletter. While I was writing the first draft of Her Bad Idea, there were a few sections, mainly scene transitions and character motivations, that I had been struggling with for weeks. I didn't know exactly why a character was doing X instead of Y, or I didn't know how they got from point A to point B. When I initially wrote those chapters and scenes, I told myself, it's okay, Sagan. It doesn't matter that you're not sure what's going on there. You'll figure it out later. Sure enough, while I was recently deep in rewrite mode on a printed version of the book, it all came together. Even better, I realized that many of the scene transitions could be tied together in just a few quick sentences, and that some of the character motivations had actually been alluded to at other parts of my book, so I could tap into those areas and make the story that much stronger. I wanted to share this with you because there are three great business lessons we can learn from this. Number one, trust yourself. Just because you don't know why something is happening or how it's all going to unfold 
Trust the process. Trust your skills. You've got this. Number two, simplicity goes a long way. Instead of adding entire chapters to provide some kind of long meandering reason for why a character did XYZ, I could explain it in a few sentences. Likewise, there could be a very simple, straightforward solution to your business problems. Number three, a fresh perspective can change everything. Working from a printed version of the book helped me look through the story much more easily than working off the screen, especially since I deliberately set aside four days to to prioritize my book rewrites. Setting that time aside gave me the space I needed to explore those problem scenes without trying to rush through it or force something. Okay, so that's what I wrote in my business newsletter. And you can see how I shared in that newsletter what I did to apply the romance novels. You know, you you can really see how I have applied the lessons learned from writing my romance novels to the business world. It all ties together. Everything is connected. So this is a nice example of taking something that happens in your day, in your week, and then pulling a lesson from it or seeing what kind of um, what kind of uh, story you can compose around it and framing it in a in a different way. If you are curious to see more examples of this, this this is really the type of thing that I like to do on pretty much a weekly basis. Um, Every Saturday when I send my newsletter, I really like to do this kind of thing. So um, if that appeals to you, then you can sign up for my weekly newsletter at saganmorrow.com slash newsletter. In another example of pulling a business lesson from some everyday thing, um, you know, I've shared on social media in the past how I use bone china teacups to drink tea. Anytime that I drink tea, I drink out of bone china teacups. Um, and I don't actually own regular cutlery. I only own my grandmother's antique silverware. So I use fancy antique silverware as my everyday cutlery. So whenever I talk about this, whenever I've spoken about this in the past, whenever I've posted about it on social media, I've always really liked framing it in terms of that sort of business lens again. So here are the kinds of questions that I like to ask around it. What are you waiting for? Why are you saving your good stuff until later? Why not live every day like it's something special, something to celebrate, something that's deserving of the good cutlery? What are you so afraid of? And is it really that big of a deal if you accidentally break something? Through this lens, we can then tie it back to the importance of taking action in business on the stuff we've been tiptoeing around, perhaps out of fear of of making a mistake. So you can see how this everyday activity of me just opening up the silverware chest and grabbing a spoon so I can eat my morning yogurt, you can see how it leads into this whole business analogy. I really like playing with this in my weekly newsletters and blog posts on social media, all of that. And you don't have to be a business strategist or productivity strategist to apply this. You can do this as an author. So try taking anything that happened in your day and maybe change one element of reality. 
what happens then? I love, love, love doing this as a way to get inspiration for my romance novels. It's basically the what if game. For example, earlier this year, I was at a party with some friends. One of my friends spilled her drink on the dance floor, so a couple of us grabbed a mop, cleaned it up, and that was that. It was, you know, a pretty, pretty simple thing. Nothing dramatic happened. It was, you know, just an everyday kind of occurrence. But what if we took that basic concept of a spilled drink and getting the mop, and then we turned it into the foundation for an adorable meet-cute where the hero saves our main character from slipping on the drink by showing up just in time with a mop. Yes, that is actually a sneak peek of something that you can expect to get when you read my upcoming romantic comedy, Her Bad Idea. That scene may just appear in that romantic comedy. Um, so that's your little that's your little teaser sneak peek of my upcoming book. Um, and by the way, you can pre-order it when you grab the Polyamorous Passions box set at saganmorrow.com slash books. With this what if game, um, I, I mean, I use it constantly for writing more scenes. Um, and I do share a lot more about how to, how to play the what if game um, and how you can get more writing inspiration from the small little real life events that happen to you. Um, I share more about that in episode 10 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast. So if you are interested in learning more about this concept, um, definitely tune into that episode. But really, you know, the more stories we tell ourselves on a regular basis, the easier it is for our creative juices to get flowing. The more we exercise our brain to think of creativity as an everyday activity, the more that we will be able to tap into our creative abilities as often as we want. You don't need to follow a particular structure here either. You are letting your imagination and flights of fancy take you where they will. You don't need to try to define the scene or the setting and the characters and doing all that in a really rigid fashion. Instead, you're just letting the story tell itself to you. This week, I encourage you to try this every single day. Every day, set the timer for even just three minutes, choose a random thing that happened to you, and try to craft a narrative around it. See if you can come up with a lesson or analogy, for example, the way that I do with my business newsletters, or see if you can come up with a comedic or dramatic scene the way that you might in a novel. Use this opportunity to practice free writing or just thinking through the story in your head. I like doing it a lot in my head when I'm out for walks, or you can even speak it out loud into a recording device or what have you. You don't necessarily need to do anything with the end product. It's much more about the exercise, the practice of it, than anything else. And I mean, if you end up wanting to use that that's narrative, that story that you come up with in the course of three minutes, if you want to use it in a book, all the better. But you don't need to. It's, it's really about practicing and um, enhancing our creativity over time, right? Building this sort of skill set. 
I'm really curious to see, you know, after a week of doing this every single day, I'm curious to see if you find that it's easier and easier for you to sit down and work on your creative projects in general. In fact, I would love to hear from you about it. You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at Sagan Lives to chat all about it. And you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. The more that you tell me what you would like to see more of on this podcast, the better I can accommodate that. And you can submit your questions or topic ideas anonymously, if that's your preference, at saganmorrow.com question. If you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and subscribe and rate it on Apple Podcasts. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support. By the way, you can access complete word-for-word transcripts of this episode and all past episodes, plus sample chapters of my books, and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast. Get access to all of that at saganmorrow.com slash secret podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.